Are you tired, mama? Tired of feeling like you have to resign yourself to either being a hot mess mom who's drowning in the chaos of motherhood or a Pinterest perfect mom who looks like she has it all together, but on the inside, she's really miserable. The world keeps telling us that these are the only options, but that is such a lie. You can get out of victim mode and you can make changes to bring more joy to your life. And at the same time, you can find freedom in remembering that you can't control everything and you can stop striving for perfection. I'm Mackenzie Tricola, and I'd love for you to join me every week here on the Practically Joyful Mom podcast to talk about realistic ways to bring more joy to your mom life and how to choose to be joyful even when it feels like the chaos is winning. We'll talk about intentional parenting, simplicity, faith in following Jesus, connecting with your kids, taking care of yourself, and so much more. Are you ready to leave hot mess mom and Pinterest perfect mom in the dust? Are you ready to choose to be a practically joyful mom? Then welcome in, friend. I'm so glad you're here. Hey friends, I'm Kenzie. Welcome back to Practically Joyful Mom. How are you today? Um, Like really, how are you? I hope that you're having a great day and things are going well. And if that's not how it is today, that's alright. It doesn't have to be a perfect day. I hope that this episode is just a bright spot in your day and thank you for being here and sharing this time together. I'm just glad that we get to have this time even though it's not. Like I always say, sitting down face to face, I'm glad we get to share ideas and encouragement through this this way, through this podcast. I know I haven't been super consistent about doing this verse of the month that I wanted to start, so I'm going to do that right now before we get too far into the episode and I get distracted. So it's a new month and hour in October, and so I chose a new verse of the month. This is Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I love this verse, these verses, because there's something really comforting in this. You know, it says, don't be anxious about anything. Be grateful and ask God for what you want. And then it doesn't say everything is going to work out exactly the way you wanted. But it says the peace of God which transcends understanding, is going to guard your hearts and minds. So it doesn't mean the peace of God because your circumstances are perfect is going to happen, but the peace that's, like this peace that's, wow, how are you peaceful when you're in the middle of all of this craziness that's going on? And I think that's such a comforting thought, that it doesn't have to be about our circumstances. Our circumstances don't have to change. But when we do this, when we give God the things that we are anxious or worried or frustrated or nervous or whatever about, then his peace can flood our hearts, even if nothing changes about our circumstances. So with that in mind, I also want to kind of just jump into the episode today. So titled this like, choose the story that you write with your day or something like that. I haven't typed it out yet, but That's what I'm going for, something along. Maybe I'll come up with a more clever phrasing before I finish here. But it's this idea of as you go through your day and as you move on from each day to the next, we tell ourselves a story about the day. And 
the great thing is that we get to choose to write that story. We don't choose everything that happens to us in the day. We don't choose how things go. That's not, you know, we choose our own actions, but we don't get to choose every single detail of things. We do, however, get to choose the story we tell ourselves. So to kind of illustrate this, I am going to tell you guys a story of my day. Not today, but a different day this week. My car needed to go into the shop. It had some minor issues going on, and I could have, you know, found a way to work around things and have my husband help me drop it off, but then who's going to take my son to elementary school? It was just more convenient kind of all around for me to take my son to school and then go drop the car off, but then that meant my three-year-old and I had no wheels for the day except our stroller. So we kind of just spent the morning walking around, wandering around. We went to a park down the street. We went in the grocery store that's nearby. So I'm kind of going to tell you two stories of my day. The first story goes like this. So I had to drop my car off. It was super annoying because it was still kind of cold out and we just had the stroller, so obviously no heat. I had to put pile a blanket on top of my son and I had worn shorts, so I just had a hoodie on and my legs were cold. We started walking and first we went in the grocery store to buy a couple snacks for the day. And then we had to walk back through the parking lot and there were lots of cars and it was really frustrating to just be in the stroller because I had to go up and down all the curbs and there were people going fast or not paying attention. So then we walked to the park and it's kind of a ways to get to this park. And then I wanted to walk around, but my son wanted to play first. So we had to have this long discussion about how mommy needs to get my exercise and my energy out first and then you can play and he was kind of grumpy about it so we headed off and we walked around the lake then we stopped at the park and there were no other kids there no one else there so he just wanted me to play with him the whole time instead of me getting to sit down and read the book that I brought that I wanted to read he wanted me to push him on the swing and then watch him climb on the slide and watch him do this and watch him do that and he just wanted to tell me all these things all day and I didn't get to read my book that I brought at all. I really wanted to read some of it. He got tired of playing on the playground and then he wanted to read stories from the book that we brought for him, which is like superhero Marvel stories. So we read one and I thought he'd go play and then he wanted another and then he wanted another and then he wanted a snack and he wanted to sit and eat and talk while we had the snack. And then finally some other kids came, but he didn't want to play with the other kids. He still just wanted to hang out with me. It's kind of annoying because there's no bathrooms at this park. There's a porta potty which was, you know, okay, but kind of gross. And because we were there for hours, I had to go in and pee multiple times there in the porta potty Not fun. And then it was... The car was still not done. It was lunchtime, so we walked back from the park to the parking lot where the car place was. We got a quick lunch, and then we walked back to the mechanic, and they said my car was still not quite ready, so we sat and read some more Marvel stories inside in their waiting room, and then it was finally ready, and we could go home for a while before school pickup. So that's one story that I could have told myself about the day. All of that was true. All of that 
you know, actually happened. And as, even as I'm telling this story and reliving my day, I'm thinking about, okay, how am I feeling right now as I'm telling myself this story? And honestly, I'm feeling grumpy and annoyed and frustrated. And if I were in the moment still of this day, how would I be acting? Well, I would probably have been pretty snappy with my son and irritated and kind of had a short fuse with him and just not really been in to hanging out with him and just feeling like, why won't you leave me alone and let me read my book that I brought or listen to something I want to listen to or do something I want to do. So that's one story that I could have told myself about this day. And I'm going to tell you a different story, same day, just a different story, a different way of viewing this day. So after school drop-off, we went and we took the car, we dropped it off at the mechanic, got it all settled. Thankfully, the mechanic is just around the, the corner from a grocery store, so we were able to go in and grab a few snacks. My son talked me into goldfish, which we don't usually buy a ton of, and he was so excited that I let him eat some goldfish while we walked over to the park. It was a little chilly, but I was thankful we had a blanket for his lap and that I had a little jacket to wear. He really wanted to go play at the playground first, but we were able to work it out and talk it through, and I convinced him that it would be fine if we walked around and then played at the playground. And while I was walking around the lake, I just kept noticing this amazing beauty all around me. The vast open sky, there's an unobstructed view of the mountains from this lake, and there's just the peacefulness at the glassy surface of the water. It's fall and there's just this rainbow of leaves still on the ground and some on the trees, or some on the ground already, some still on the trees. These deep reds and shimmering golden yellows and rich verdant greens and the way the sunlight just sparkled on all of the leaves because of the, the angle of the sun and the time of year. I'm so thankful I got to just go on a morning walk around the lake and not be in any hurry to get anywhere afterwards or be thinking about what I needed to do next. I could just take my time, enjoy the walk, enjoy the beauty. It was so freeing to just feel like I could spend time connecting with my son at the park and not feel like I should be washing dishes or I should be doing laundry or I should be doing something else. It was just peaceful to feel like I could spend time with him, even though I, I did really want to read my book that I brought, but I was thankful that there wasn't a mountain of to-do list kind of chores that I was ignoring or feeling pressured to stop spending time with him so I could do those things. And when he got tired of playing on the playground, we had this time for unhurried cuddling and reading story after story after story from this book of superhero stories. If we're home, he sometimes gets bored after one or two stories, but being at the park, he wanted to just sit and keep reading and reading. It was just this wonderful time of deep connection to spend time just talking with him about the stories, not rushing through, stopping to ask him questions, looking in his eyes, having him look at me, talk to me, ask me questions. By the end of the day, when we went to pick up the car, I really just was feeling thankful because this temporary deprivation of the car really reminded me not to take for granted the blessing of having a working vehicle and being able to usually just 
drive wherever I want to within reason on a normal day. And I was also thankful for the way it helped me to have compassion for people who who do have transportation difficulties, you know, not having a vehicle or having lots of car trouble or needing to take the bus with small children or whatever that looks like. I was also really thankful to find out that the issue with my car was pretty minor. It was fairly easily repairable and not too expensive. Same day, different story. How do I feel talking about this story? And how did I feel in the moment? Peaceful, relaxed, refreshed. And how do I act when I'm feeling this way in my story of the day? I want to show love and affection and attention to my family, to people around me. I act, you know, more happy and joyful. I have a smile on my face. My tone of voice is kind and loving and gentle instead of being snappy and irritated. So I just wanted to give this illustration because I'm not going to pretend that I just did this perfectly and I'm, you know, I don't handle this well sometimes, but this day I was able to tell myself more of that second story. You know, there were times where that first kind of story popped into my head to be annoyed, to be irritated, frustrated at all the tricky things of that day, but I was able to mostly focus on telling myself more of the second kind of story. The things I was grateful for, the things that I was loving about this time, instead of focusing on the irritatingness of this day. So I know we've kind of talked in previous episodes about something similar, and this is kind of moving more into a practical application. Uh, Way back in episode three of this podcast, really near the start, I talked a little bit about this idea of at the end of the day recording your kind of your happiest moment of the day because it helps us to look back and focus on these highlights, these happy moments in the day. And so that's definitely still something that I do, maybe not every single day, but often. And I think we can even take it a little bit farther. And, you know, at the end of the day, when you spend a few minutes, this could be three minutes just in your brain or writing it down, just looking back over the day and framing your story in a way that highlights the beauty and the blessings. It doesn't mean that you, you know, completely ignore things that happened that were difficult. And some days really are just hard. Sometimes there are, you know, emotionally really challenging or traumatic or whatever things that happen. And I'm not saying we should just ignore them. I'm not trying to say we just sweep it under the rug. But it's almost like if you had written out a story in front of you that kind of combined my two stories, you know, it had all the different frustrating parts and all the different wonderful parts. It's almost like you have that printed out on a page of a book in front of you and when you go through at the end of the day you take your actual mental highlighter and you highlight in that bright yellow or pink or orange or whatever color you choose the beautiful parts and the wonderful parts and the parts that you are grateful for and the moments of deep connection and the moments that just took your breath away it's highlighting those moments, those parts of your day, so that when you just glance at that paper, the things that jump out at you are 
the wonderful things, the happy things, the joyful things, the things that were, yes, hard, but also rewarding. And that's what you see when you look back at your story of the day. So that's one thing you can do is at the end of the day, go back and kind of mentally highlight the wonderful, the good, the beautiful things in your day. And then I think also in the middle of your day, when you find yourself getting grumpy, irritated, snappy at everyone around you, maybe just stop and ask yourself, okay, what kind of story am I telling myself about today? Am I telling myself a doom and gloom, this is a miserable day, everything is awful, you know, an Eeyore kind of day, uh, or an Alexander and the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day kind of thing? Is that what I'm telling myself? And is that what I want to be telling myself? Is that what I need to be telling myself? Are there good and wonderful and beautiful things that I'm ignoring because I'm focused on mentally highlighting the hard stuff? And how can I shift out of that? Maybe it's just stopping for a moment and noticing what's around you. I think this is huge for me often when I feel like I'm annoyed about everything, I'm frustrated, I'm telling myself a terrible, horrible day story just to stop, pause everything I'm doing, just look at my kids, actually watch them, notice their their smiles, their eyes, their cute little hands, whatever it is, or look outside and just see the trees, see the sky, see the beauty around you, those little things that can shift us into highlighting the wonderful and the good in our day. So, Again, this is not about lying to ourselves. It's not about saying, oh, everything was fine. The day was perfect. I'm just going to ignore all the bad stuff. Because sometimes we do need to process and deal with the negative things that happen. So not saying we just, you know, Pollyanna, pretend nothing's ever bad. It's not about lying to ourselves, deceiving ourselves, sweeping things under the rug. But it's about choosing where our thoughts dwell. When we look at our day, are we dwelling on the wonderful things or are we dwelling on the negative and the difficult? I know I've said this uh, this saying before on the podcast, but you find what you're looking for and what you focus on grows. So if I'm annoyed with my day, if I'm telling myself an awful day story, then I'll probably be grumpy at everyone around me, honestly. And if I'm grumpy to them, they'll probably be grumpy back. Kids are going to be less likely to cooperate. If I'm snapping at my husband, he might kind of want to snap back at me, as, as we humans tend to do. My kids are more likely to have sibling conflicts because they're feeling grumpy and annoyed. And it can really drag the whole family down versus if I'm choosing this beautiful, even in the mess kind of story for my day, then I'm going to be pointing out to my kids, wow, look how beautiful the sunlight is on the trees right now. Or aren't you so thankful that most days we get to just drive a car around? My kids are more likely to have this kind of attitude too and everyone around me. Again, we can't control everything, but it really can make a difference in how our day goes. When we are looking for the beautiful, we'll find it. And then focusing on that, it helps the wonderful things in our day to grow because of our attitude. Thank you for being here today, friends. I hope this episode has been encouraging and uplifting and helpful to you. If it has, I would love it if you would just share it with a friend that helps more 
women to be able to find these podcasts and be encouraged by these messages. Thanks for being here today, friends. I hope you have a beautiful, wonderful rest of your day.